Hello, History of Egypt podcast fans. My name is Mark Selleck, and I'm the creator and presenter of the Casting Through Ancient Greece podcast, a series chronologically looking at the history of ancient Greece, from their earliest times and eventually reaching well into the Hellenistic Age. I really appreciate Dominic offering to share with you all and feature a taste of what is happening over at Casting Through Ancient Greece, where you may find another fascinating ancient culture to delve into. The following clip is a teaser taken from my bonus episode titled Mycenaean International Connections. Thank you for taking the time to listen, and I hope you enjoy the clip. So, we are continuing with our look at the Mycenaeans. This time, we are going to focus on Mycenaean trade outside of their own lands, as well as foreign relations that they were involved in during the late Bronze Age. We covered both of these aspects somewhat in the series episode that looked at the Mycenaeans, but I thought we could look a little deeper into both of these this time around. We will look at the various regions the Mycenaeans were exporting to, as well as importing from, the types of items they seem to have sought in the export-import market, and what type of evidence is present for us to get somewhat of a picture on the trade that was taking place. We will then turn to the other forms of foreign relations that the Mycenaeans appear to be taking in with various Bronze Age civilizations. This will then merge in well with the next bonus episode I had in mind, a look at the Mycenaean connection to the Trojan War. So let's get started on the episode. As we have seen, the Mycenaeans had come to their height during the 14th century, which was also known as the Palatial Period. This is where Mycenaean power seems to have spread out over the Greek mainland and into the Aegean. This is also around where the Mycenaeans replaced the Minoans as the dominant power in the Aegean. There had been evidence of trade activities taking place between the Minoans and Mycenaeans before this period, but now trade on a much larger scale and to further afield ports would be more common, since the Minoans were essentially absorbed into Mycenaean civilization. As I said, the Mycenaeans had entered into what is known as the Palatial Period, which is when we start seeing wealthy regions develop around a central palace and ruling classes, being at the top of the wealth chain. What this would see increase within the Mycenaean world would be the market for luxury items, not just the staples for supporting a population. This would also see other foreign contacts take place with elements within Mycenaean Greece as they would step onto the world stage. Let's begin by looking at what the Mycenaeans were looking at importing into their own lands. The first item I wanted to look at was instrumental to any Bronze Age civilization, and that was a metal that was essential in producing it. As we have talked about before, bronze was made from mixing two metals, copper and tin. The Mycenaeans had access to copper within their own lands, with the silver mines that existed at Laurion in Attica seeming to supply much of the demand throughout the mainland. Though, we also see some evidence that copper was being imported from the island of Cyprus, a rich source in this all-important metal for the age. What was much harder for the Mycenaeans to acquire was a second metal, tin. There are no known tin deposits in the Aegean or bordering it. So to gain access to it, international trade would need to be engaged in. It is not known for certain where much of the tin had come from that came into Greece, though it is obvious they were getting it from somewhere. It has been put forward that the Mycenaeans may have set up a trade connection as far as Britain, though archaeological work so far has not shown the mines of Britain to have been active during the time of the Bronze Age in the Mediterranean. Though two more slightly closer candidates seem a lot more plausible. The first is on the Iberian Peninsula, on the border of modern-day Spain and Portugal. Evidence has shown that this area was active in smelting tin during this period. The other area that was a possible supplier was that of Bactria, or modern-day Afghanistan. This area was known to be rich in tin and actively supplying the trade routes through the Near East. Obviously. Having access to both of these metals would have been a prerequisite for civilization to be in the Bronze Age. 
the Mycenaeans would have been making use of the trade networks as they emerged in Greece. But with the rise of the palatial period, they would have been attempting to secure more and more of these metals, especially tin. So these staple metals we see being imported were being so throughout the Bronze Age in Mycenaean Greece. But with the palaces around the different regions forming power centres, wealth began to grow for those at the top, and new items were now being sought that did not exist on the Greek mainland. Well, I hope you all enjoyed that taste of what is happening over at the Casting Through Ancient Greece podcast. If you like what you heard, you can head over to castingthroughancientgreece.com or your favourite podcasting platform, where you can discover many more episodes following the history of ancient Greece. You can also find Casting Through Ancient Greece on Twitter at Casting Greece and on Facebook and Instagram at Casting Through Ancient Greece. I look forward to sharing much more with you all. Once again, thank you for taking the time to listen and a huge thank you to Dominic for sharing what is happening over in the series.